we interrupt your regularly scheduled podcast of, well, nothing because it's an off week for us, to bring you this special Patreon Unlocked. Some of our listeners have been curious to know what exactly our Patreon content sounds like and looks like. If you're one of the curious, well, be curious no more. To sake your curiosity, we're releasing our most recently recorded Unnecessarily Disastrous segment. In the Unnecessarily Disastrous segments, Ivy and I take a relatively benign scenario and turn it into a crushing catastrophe simply by applying our normal everyday anxiety. Welcome to this segment of Unnecessarily Disastrous, where Ivy and Autumn use our powers of catastrophization to take a normal everyday scenario and blow it way out of proportion. Today's Unnecessarily Disastrous topic is going clothes shopping. I always hate going clothes shopping, personally, mostly because it's just uncomfortable and you usually walk out of clothes shopping feeling worse about yourself because fitting room mirrors are terrible and nothing seems like it fits right. And women's clothing sizes are so inconsistent. So like in one size, you're like a size or in one brand, you're like a size three and in another brand, you're like a size 46. It's just like weird and insane. So you always feel shitty afterward. It also, you get like all hot and sweaty changing your clothes constantly. And then like, you got to have the right shoes on. Cause if you have shoes that are difficult to take on and off and you have to try on pants then that's a huge pain in the ass. So you got to like constantly unlace and relace your shoes. And yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's disastrous even when everything goes right. That's, that's true. I mean, okay. So like recently I was at Walmart and Walmart is known for generous sizing. Right. And I found a pair of like little short overalls. They're really cute, really comfortable. I like them. I'm like, oh, sweet. You know, oh, they're, I'll grab a large, you know, just because make sure they'll fit. I've put on some weight. I get home and I'm like, oh, these fit great. I'm so glad that I grabbed the large. The, t- the hanger had the wrong size. They were a 2XL. I fit into a Walmart <laughs> 2XL overalls. And I am like, I feel like I have this much weight. And so like clothes shopping is very disheartening sometimes because last time I bought something from Walmart I was a medium and 10 pounds later I'm a 2xl and I feel like really great about myself now because I'm like holy crap I I don't know it it was just I feel like I didn't think I'd put on that much weight and I was a little concerned for my health yeah it was not cool and why like you said is it always so fucking hot in the dressing rooms (laughs) <laughs> the rest of the store it's freezing you need a parka it's like walking through the freezer section all of a sudden you go to the dressing rooms it's like fucking pompeii is erupting next to you <laughs> and then it's even harder to get clothes on and off because you're all sweaty and then you're all sticky and then you feel like a gross person because you're like if these don't fit and I have to put them out of the rack now they're saturated with my sweat and the poor the poor person who tries this on after me is going to get all of my sweat germs on them which is which is awful I do think the most disheartening thing about trying on clothes though is just the the disparities in in sizing, even within the same brand sometime. I'm like, how the fuck are both of these? Because you were talking about, you know, you thought it was a large, it ended up being 2XL, but I have seriously gone places before and it's the same brand of clothing. One thing I try on and it fits perfectly is like a medium. And then another thing that I try on is like a 1X and it's, it's still fits perfectly. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? So it's like not even consistent across brands. 
I feel like women's clothing, when they put sizes on there, they're just slapping something random on there. Like somebody's just looking at it, looking at it and they're like, subjectively, that looks really fucking huge. But I have body dysmorphia. So, you know, like it's like, that's what it seems like. It's just like, well, I'm anorexic and uh, I'm supposed to be looking at this and just putting a sizing label on there. And this looks gigantic to me. This looks like a whale should wear it. You know what? This is not a small. This is a 5XL. That's what it seems like. It seems like there's like no consistency in it at all. I don't know. Maybe it's a conspiracy. It probably is. It's probably a conspiracy of the patriarchy to keep women feeling insecure about their bodies and just annoying the shit out of us because then we have to try on a bunch of different things. It's really fucking annoying. It, it also turns it into a relay race because almost every single fucking dressing room is like three items only, five items only, and there's never really any place to put the rest of the items you want to try on. And because you don't know what fucking size you're going to wear, you have to get like seven, nine, eleven, or eight, ten, twelve, or whatever, go to the dressing room, try those on, those didn't work, back to get the same thing in 14, 16, 18 to try them on again to only realize you didn't grab the 14, you grabbed something else and now you have to go back for the 14. So it's like run to the dressing room, get dressed, undressed, run back out, get more, run to the dressing room, undress, redressed because you've got these like limits too. So it's like this sweaty relay race. And then like you were saying, you get all hot and sweaty there's often sometimes also a sign in the dressing rooms that says, please keep on your underwear which I am all for, do not get me wrong. However, it's hot and sweaty. I didn't know if it was going to fit or not. It didn't. So I tried to pull it off and down come my underwear too. And now I'm feeling like all like I'm breaking the rules. My ass is exposed. And I'm like, did my ass touch the inside of this? Is that okay? Should I tell somebody? I feel ashamed now because I am like rubbing my ass on the inside of the jeans and it wasn't my intent. Sometimes they come all the way down because especially if they're like a skinnier jean, you get your foot stuck and then like you're tripping and you're hitting up against it and then your underwear on the floor and you're like, do they see it coming through? And they think I'm like having like some autoerotic sex in the dressing room with myself. No, it's, 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 it's scary. Well, and, those, and because fitting rooms are, are kind of cavernous, the uh, acoustics are something else. So like if you do... Tr- you do a trip and you bump into the wall you sound like an elephant like you're about to fall through the wall and then I start getting nervous because it sounds so loud I'm like are these walls actually stable am I about to fall into the next over is this gonna have the weird domino effect of all of these other women with our pants down around our ankles and our underwear too especially if it's like skinny jeans or whatever it's just it's gonna be a bad situation have you ever gotten stuck in something you're trying to find and you have that moment of panic where you're like, am I going to be able to get this off? Because that has happened to me on more than one occasion. It doesn't happen too often with pants, although it has happened a couple of times, but it has definitely happened with dresses. Where it's like dresses that don't have a zipper and somehow you manage to get it down over your head. But then it comes time to take it off. And maybe because you're sweaty and you're probably swelling up a little bit, especially if you've had too much salt that day. I don't know. And then you try to pull the dress off and you're like, it doesn't. Why did my cage get bigger in the last 30 seconds? What the fuck is going on? And like, I have had serious moments of panic where I would like fight with it for a while. And I get so tired and so sweaty. And I'm like, I don't want to call the clerk to help me get out of these clothes. I want this stranger to see me naked or half naked, especially if there's no women working there. And for whatever reason, it's just like dudes working there. I'm like, oh my God, what do I do? I have seriously had to sit on the floor of dressing rooms before and just be like, okay, I need a breather. 
I'm going to sit here and pray that my rib cage gets a little bit smaller so I can get this thing off. And then after that, I'm terrified to try anything else on because what happens if those shrink too, or if I really swell up more from the somehow excessive amounts of sodium that I took in today? What the fuck is going on? Why are clothes so hard? I've I've actually had to ask um, past partners to assist me out of things. So like dresses are really, they are notoriously bad. I got to the point where it was just like, stay here. And they're like, no, I was going to go. No, stay here. I may need you. And they laugh. But then five minutes later, I'm poking my head out. Pull on this. And they're like, what? And I'm like, I'm stuck in it. Pull on it. And they're laughing their ass off. And we're trying to not get in trouble for banging in the little dressing room. But I'm like, I'm stuck. And I don't want to talk to the cashier. Yeah. So I'm like, no, I kept him there to tag in. You get this off me because I'm going to be stuck. And of course, always the acoustics are all echoey. And you know, Almost every time, a stitch, just that little stitch pop. And you're like, oh, fuck. Did that echo? <laughs> oh, yeah. That breaks. And you're like, oh, yeah. I'm like, gonna hulk out of it. <laughs> I don't want to pay for this thing that obviously is too small for me and also does not look good because almost every time, that's another one of the things I struggle with with clothes is like, I am not a fashion person. And even though I think I understand my body, I go to buy clothes and then I realize maybe I don't understand my body at all because I see something like that looks really cute. I bet that's going to look good on me. And then I go into the dressing room and I put it on and I'm like, what the fuck? I look like a lumpy half melted marshmallow right now. And since when am I that fat? Those fitting room mirrors are awful. And because the lights are all coming down from overhead, it like shows every little dimple and cellulite and roll that you have. And you're just like, I am a monster. That's what's going on here. I am a monster and I had no idea. I've just been walking around the world looking like a monster and nobody said anything. Do I frighten small children? Because I feel like I might. And I definitely will if I go out wearing this. This is god awful. Who can get away with wearing this? Why did I not realize how lumpy I was? It also it makes you wonder if you're proportioned wrong, you know, because you do try on a pair of overalls or like a jumpsuit or something. And it's like, my torso is not this tall. Why is this wedged all the way up into my uterus <laughs> at its loosest form? I'm like, if it's baggy everywhere else, I, I'm not proportioned wrong. Or you try on like a, a shirt or something and the sleeves are way long. And you're like, am I wrong? Am I defective? Because... <laughs> Other people seem to like this. There were only two left on the rack. And yet, what is wrong with me? And then I'm not really as concerned what I look like, but I'm very concerned about texture because I'm very sensory. So everything I buy, that's number one. Does it feel comfortable? And most of it does not. And unfortunately, you find that out in the dressing room when it's stuck on you with the lights beating down, with horrible music going on, and you're sweating and somebody's trying to get in the door. And it's like a fucking sensory rave nightmare for, for us, you know, sensory sensitive people that are like, ah, I've about fucking had a heart attack. You're like, not a heart attack, but a panic attack getting trying to try on clothes because I'm overheated I'm stuck in it this funky fabric is touching me I can't make it stop touching me somebody keeps knocking on the door trying to get in and there's Christmas music playing in the background and I'm like no no (laughs) like Christmas music in fucking the middle of the year too it's like why am I listening to oh holy night in September (laughs) 
what the fuck is going on here? I don't understand who's choosing the music here. Yeah, it's, it is very unsettling. Just being in fitting rooms is unsettling. And then I'm always paranoid because I'm a very paranoid person. I'm like, are there any hidden cameras in here? Because everything goes on the internet now. I'm not worried about ending up on a porn site or something. I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about ending up on something where like a video of trying on clothes goes viral because it's so (laughs) hilariously catastrophic. Because I'm so clumsy and I get stuck in the clothes and I like a... I look, as I said, like a half melted lumpy marshmallow. (laughs) It's like I get paranoid about that too. Like I don't trust people. And there are hidden cameras in here. Is is that is this gonna be an issue for me? Is somebody watching this somewhere making fun of me? This is troubling. I don't want this to go viral. Part of my worry is okay, because I'll admit it, I am cheap as fuck. I have not bought a new shirt or blouse or external clothing of any kind in years. Well, minus the overalls at Walmart, but technically Jake bought those, so it doesn't count. I th- I buy predominantly at thrift stores. I go to thrift stores. And so part of me is always worried. One, did the person that donate this leave something in it? And two, did the people that received the donation check it well? Are there bugs or razor blades or needles on what I'm trying on? <laughs> so you also have like this actual danger, like I could get an STD today. It could happen. You know, you just pull it on. You're like, oh, this is a no. And then you're stabbed with like a used needle that got left in it because nobody processed the donation. Right. And I'm I'm a little frightened of it. I got to admit, you know, I don't think about it too often. I try not to, but it's there. And because you don't know where it came from. So what if you're trying on something with sequins and one of the sequins is jagged and then you cut yourself? What was on that sequin? Do you know? Do you know? Yeah, that is the problem with wearing or with buying secondhand clothing. I mostly buy used clothing as well because I don't see the point in spending a ridiculous amount of money for something simple. You go to a store to buy it for new and even at Target, shirts are like $35. And I'm like, why is this t-shirt $35? I don't understand. I always buy things used too. And I also have that concern. I'm like, okay, who owned this before me? Did they really wear it or did it just hang in their closet? Did they get it messy somehow? Am I going to discover something weird in here at some point? Did it get washed? Why does everything smell weird? Yes. Oh my God. What, what is, <laughs> I don't feel like the rest of the world has these weird smells, but everything you try on is this weird smell. It's like, who, what is this? And why does it, like, even after you wash it, it still smells like lilac butt. You're like, what is that? <laughs> Oh, all used clothing really does smell like uh, like those bathrooms that you walk into and it's a super cheap, overly heavy air freshener. And it's just, it's stacked on top of the poop smell. <laughs> That's what used clothing smells like. It does. It has a very distinctive smell. It's like, uh, like old books have a distinctive smell because, you know, they have that book mold smell or whatever, but used clothes have that smell too. Anytime you go into a thrift store, you immediately know as you're standing in the clothes section, this is, yep, these are used clothes. All right. And I'm going to have to wash it six times before it's going to smell normal. You know, what's awesome. What always amazes me is that when you go into the thrift stores, how much used underwear there is in thrift stores. I'm like, this is... I feel weird buying used underwear. I'll admit I will buy a used bra 
I'll wash it several times before I wear it, but used underwear, like unless it looks like it's brand new, like they never actually wore it, like they thought it was going to be one size and then it ended up being the wrong size and they didn't take it back to the store. Unless it looks that new, I don't, I don't feel comfortable. I don't feel comfortable buying used underwear. No, I, I don't typically buy the used one. I will do used bras. I will do the hell out of used bras because really nice bras are freaking expensive. They are. One of the things you were talking about smell that also reminds me of how old I'm getting because I get something from the thrift store and I'm like, oh, this looks really cute. And I try it on and I'm like, that is the smell of an old lady because that it smells like overripe bananas, washed pantyhose, and some weird flower perfume of talc from 1943. And I'm like, okay, so apparently now I am old lady. I am wearing the same thing that some nice little 84-year-old woman donated because it would, I don't know anymore. Maybe she died. I don't know. But apparently that's my new style is 84-year-old conservative woman because that's what this smells like. I fluctuate wildly between clothing that is apparently too old for me and also too young for me. Yeah, I, I've, I've definitely run into the uh, old lady smell in my clothes, but I have also been bad about seeing something on the hanger and be like, that looks really cute. That's going to that's going to look good on me. And then I get into the dressing room and I'm like, wait a minute, this was obviously made for a 15 year old based on how it fits me. Cause this is made for somebody with no curves. That's what's going on here. <laughs> I, I think I am trying to be younger than apparently I'm supposed to be. I don't know. Cause there's all that stuff out there now. It's, it doesn't matter what age you are. The clothing shouldn't be dressed for your age. And I'm like, but, but it, is to a certain degree because a lot of things that I find that are cute, I, I go to put it on and I'm like, this is made for somebody whose hips have not spread yet. Yes, no. Like I, I haven't even had any babies, but my hips are spreading as I get older. Regardless, I cannot wear some of the things that I think are cute because they are made for somebody who has not fully gone through puberty yet, apparently. <laughs> mom jeans. I'm not a mom. But that's what I'm wearing now because, you know, dress for your age. I, I love the cute jeans, like the ones that we had in the 90s. They were low slung. That's what I always thought was comfortable. I wear those now. I get horrible digestive issues because apparently they cut into my intestines. So now I have these jeans that come up to my fucking rib cage and make me look like I'm like two or three months pregnant, all poofy. I know. I have not gone jeans shopping in such a long time because beyond all else, jeans shopping terrifies me. Because nothing makes me feel worse about myself than trying on jeans. They never fit right. There's a million different types of jeans. They all look bad on me. They all cut into me in the wrong way. And I've definitely been working as a massage therapist for too long now to wear just like regular jeans because I wear yoga pants almost every single day for work. So now I put on jeans and I'm like, did I always feel like an overstuffed sausage in jeans? Was this a normal thing or is this my body changing? And then I get really nervous and insecure because I have put on a lot of weight recently, but it's because I've been working out. So I'm actually putting on muscle weight because I look smaller than I have before. As far as like, I look healthy smaller. Like I have looked overly skinny and sickly before, but I look healthy smaller now, but I have put on quite a bit of weight. Like I weigh 180, which is the most I have ever worn. That's the most I've ever weighed. Cause I used to weigh between 125 and 135. So then when I try on jeans and I feel like an overstuffed sausage, I'm like, am I actually getting fat? I thought I was getting fit, but maybe I'm not. And why is this always so uncomfortable? Do all women feel this way? I see women of various sizes in jeans and they look amazing. 
you know, really small, petite women, really full figured women. I'm like, they look amazing and they look happy. I feel like I never look happy when I'm wearing <laughs> jeans. I feel like I look constipated when I'm wearing jeans because I do cut into my stomach and have the time I have to undo the button and the zipper while I'm driving. It's too uncomfortable to sit in the car. <laughs> so I've got like, I've got that going on. And then because everything feels like overly tight and, and like stuck to my leg when I'm walking, I feel like I walk all weird and gimpy. It's, just, it's so uncomfortable. And I'm like, I see all of these women wearing jeans and they all look wonderful and happy. Why am I the only person that feels like it feels disgusting and weird in jeans? Why am I so bad at walking as soon as I put on denim? I don't understand. I've also find that jeans are not intended for really curvy women for the most part. In order to get jeans to fit my ass, they have to be one to three times bigger than they should be on my waist. And if I get them to fit my waist, they're only going to come up part of the way up my ass because I have a really big butt and really, I always have. And so I've always got to wear a belt because otherwise my pants are slowly being pulled down constantly. Okay, so you do through all this and you finally find something you like and you get home with your clothes and you still don't like anything you have. You still go to wear it. You're like, no, I'm just going to wear the same shirt I've worn for the past three years, even though there's way too many holes in it to be considered a shirt anymore because this is comfortable. I don't want anything. Like all of this is stupid. So you go through all of it, but for what? For nothing. I know. I have the same problem. My my closet is mostly populated by clothes that have never seen the light of day after they left the store <laughs> because I finally found something in the store that I was like, okay, this looks good. And then I take it home and I almost never wear it again. Sometimes I'll get adventurous and I'll wake up in the morning and instead of putting on my stereotypical yoga pants and tank top and tennis shoes, I'm like, I am going to be girly today. I'm going to wear a dress or I'm going to put on jeans or whatever. So I put them on and about an hour later, before I even walk out the door, I'm like, this is too uncomfortable. I cannot do this. And the longer I'm wearing it, the more convinced I am that I look weird. Yes, yes. And it's, I know it's my brain fucking with me because I'm just so, I, I am such a regimen oriented person. I am not fashion oriented. I wear lots of earth colors. I have lots of tank tops in the same color, same style, same size. I have lots of yoga pants in the same color, same style, same size. I just wear the same thing every single day, pretty much. So then if I wear something different, even if everybody around me is like, oh my God, that dress looks so cute on you. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? This looks really weird. And I know it's my brain fucking with me. It's not that I actually look bad. It's that I look different and my brain does not appreciate it because it's like, no, you <laughs> are not adventurous with clothing. I need to look in the mirror and recognize myself. And if I am wearing a dress, I do not recognize myself. And also if I'm wearing a dress, I have to thank God they have it now, but they used to not have anything, at least that I know of, that helped with the chafing in the thighs. Oh yeah. Because that's a thing that happens all the time. And so for years, if I did wear dresses or shorts or whatever, I would just have blisters and rashes on the insides of my thighs by the end of the day from like sweat and just the rubbing up against each other constantly. I'm like, I am never going to have a thigh gap. I know this about myself. I'm not built for one. So now at least they do have that. But those things to me, like even though they do help with the chafing, they feel kind of slimy because they're like oil-based and grease-based and it's like shea butter and stuff. And I'm like, now I feel like grimy. And also I've noticed, I've noticed that any lint 
or dirt that gets trapped in there and then gets like it, get, it like turns into like these little balls that <laughs> get stuck to the inside of your legs. Like you're and making like, wow, crafts with dirty your eyes. Gross. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, why, why am I building, like, why am I creating felt crafts in my thighs? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's like, oh, look, a koala. <laughs> I made a koala with my thighs and my clothing lint and some random shit that I don't know how it got there. Not shit. Not actually shit. It's like random dirt and dust. Like, I don't know. <laughs> bugs that made a kamikaze dive for my legs i don't know and trying on clothing clothing in general not just trying it on but just clothing is scary it's frightening <laughs> and am i the only one that's concerned when wearing a skirt that something's gonna fly up there because i mean part of clothing for me is to protect me <laughs> from the environment and i'm all like what if a bee gets up there what if a bird flies up there and you'd be like, oh, birds won't do that. They do. They get stuck places. I've got them stuck out here where I live. What if a bird flies up my skirt? And I've had, when I was a kid, bee flew up my skirt and stung the fucking fuck out of me because it was in my skirt and it couldn't get away. <laughs> so am I the only one frightened about direct this? proof and trauma. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, is this just no, a I'm, trauma reaction or is this a concern? You know? <laughs> I do get nervous about things like that too. Uh, I also have realized that as I've gotten older, because like when I was younger, I would wear dresses and skirts a lot and stuff, but I don't like long ones because it's too much fabric that like flops around my legs and then it just like feels weird. So I have to wear like shorter skirts. So there's not all this excess fabric. But the older I've gotten, the more I have stopped being prim and proper and Chrissy. And I do a lot of outdoorsy stuff. And I, I bend over a lot and I squat down a lot and I do stuff like that. And I don't realize how much I do that until I put on a dress. And I'm like, but but I want to look at that cool bug on the ground. And I can't because I can't reach it. Because if I squat, you're going to see my crotch. And if I bend over, you're going to see my ass. <laughs> I've become a tomboy as I've gotten older. I've always been one. That's why I only ever wear long skirts, because I can sit however I want with them typically. Though I do trip over them a lot, which is another problem. But anyways, I feel like all of this is, yeah, I think we should wrap up. I think we could go on for another long while about clothes. Forever. Because I feel like apparently we have a lot of concerns about them. And as always, I don't know that they're really catastrophizing. I feel very valid concerns. Yeah. You know, felted koalas yeah, being created by so your thighs. Valid. I, I think clothes are by nature unnecessarily disastrous. They are unnecessarily complicated, unnecessarily catastrophic, unnecessarily uncomfortable and painful. They are unnecessarily disastrous in and of themselves. If you enjoyed this segment of Unnecessarily Disastrous, we encourage you to support us on Patreon, where you can gain access to all of our Unnecessarily Disastrous segments, as well as other extra special, super amazing bonus content. We offer three unique membership levels. For $3 a month, you can be part of the Awkward Oversharers. For $10 a month, you can become part of the Consummate Catastrophizers. And for $15 a month, you can be one of our iconically inappropriate. If you'd like more details, just head over to patreon.com slash different functional. And as always, thank you for listening. <laughs>